No. Where else could it be? Now, the I know. F word, we've tried everything under the sun. I, I don't know. Is there anything creative we can come up with for that? Lots of things. We could have an hour-long discussion about what to replace that with. Yeah. Well, maybe we will. The P word, um, well, how about just plain P, huh? Well, because that means something else. No. It can mean something else. What? They'll think urine. Well, you can say pissed off. Can you? Are you sure? Why the hell not? Of course. Okay. You can't use it as a verb. Pissed off gets me fired up when I hear someone say that. See, it That's just a comes verb? a little bit of a shock. It's a good thing we're having this discussion today right. because you haven't got a clue. That was a verb. You were wrong. What? Pissed off is a verb. No, it's not. It's okay. an adjective. It's a describe, it describes a, a state of mind. He's dead. Uh, William B. Williams. You got it? Yeah. <laughs> got it. Now, why do you say nobody knows who these people are? You're wrong. Okay. Where do you think most of the people nobody. in South Florida are from besides Cuba? Where else do you think is the second New most York. place? Right. New York. And where do you see on this list so far? you got Dan Ingram, you've got uh, Gene Shepard, Babalu, Scott Muni, Herb Oscar Anderson, uh, Cousin Brucey. Right. And unless you're from New York, what? You don't care. That's not true. Because back in the day, still <laughs> can't play that stuff. Live, live and local. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. As he will, given his record and given what his... Uh, his... <laughs> Boy, heaven help us. WQAM, hello. Yeah. Yes, sir. Cold for Neil. Speaking. Neil? Yep. Hey, how about uh, J.T. McCarthy? I just got through saying him. Did you didn't, I bet you didn't put him on there. And I know Josh mouthed it. J.P. McCarthy. What happened to J.P. beside the fact that he died? And you still got Berg spelled B-U-R-G. Come on, let's go. Let's get with it. Slap him up on the side of the head a couple of times. <laughs> Let's go. This isn't uh, rocket science. I mean, it's not like the votes are pouring in here like I'm taking 8 million calls. Let's see. Alan Freed, Wolfman Jack. Gene says Big Wilson was in South Florida, see, Gene, in our lifetime. But Wolfman Jack, he belongs on there. Don't we have a Wolfman Jack bit? I thought we did. Something. Wasn't uh, he, because um, I know Dick Clark and Casey Kasem, I thought all of them hosted a national show at some point where they played some music. Not so much a national broadcast, but like a service you play the disc. Well, we're not, we're not talking about that. We're talking right. about people, I mean, if you listen to Dick Clark in Philly, which I don't even know who, where he was on. I don't know if he had his own radio show. I'm assuming he did. And Casey Kasem. I guess we, oh, I think I left, uh, can we play that one? Yeah, it's got all the bleeps in it, right? Now, we're up to our long-distance dedication. Yeah, it's got all the bleeps. So are we putting them on there? Who? Dick Clark, Casey Kasem. If you like, put Dick on there. Now, after watching Bowling for Columbine last night, we're going to bat. What a bastard he is. Close the door. Yeah, close the door. Close the door. Okay, get, get out of here. Close the door. And then, of course, Charlton Heston. <laughs> wow. That was just, just... Shocking would be an understatement. You son of a bitch. Yeah. Racist, miserable, obnoxious piece of turd. Just a... Oh, disgusting. And, of course, the best part of it is it shows there might be actually a guy. Oh, God. The fact that he's got Alzheimer's now. He probably forgot who the hell Michael Moore was, much less the interview. WQAM, Hello. Yeah, uh, speak to Neil. Speaking. Neil? Yes. Uh, how about Jocko Henderson and the Rocket Ship show out of Philadelphia? And, of course, the best part of it is it shows there might be actually a god. Oh, god. The fact that he's got Alzheimer's now. He probably forgot who the hell Michael Moore was, much less the interview. WQAM, hello. Yeah, uh, speak to Neil. Speaking. Neil? Yes. Uh, how about Jocko Henderson and the Rocket Ship show out of Philadelphia? Who? 
Jocko Henderson? Jocko he was Henderson. the one that got a bunch of trouble with the FCC when he brought uh, on that Jerry Lee Lewis hit uh, uh, Great Ball of the Fire. Uh-huh. And uh, he was he, he was about our time, but you're, you're 60, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. I am, too. He was... Uh, Jocko Henderson? Yeah, Jocko Henderson. Okay, you got it, man. Thanks. Put him on there. I have... Jocko Henderson? Jocko Henderson. He was Henderson. the one that got in a bunch of trouble with the FCC when he uh, brought on that Jerry Lee Lewis hit uh, uh, Great Ball of the Fire. Uh-huh. And uh, he was he, he was about our time, but you're, you're 60, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. I am, too. He was... Uh, Jocko Henderson? Yeah, Jocko Henderson. Okay, you got it, man. Thanks. Put him on there. I have no idea who that is. But, again, why should I know who these people are? Did I ever live in Philadelphia? No. No. That's the point. Don't you understand? Sure. How about this flight, that uh, flight to Japan to Tokyo yesterday in San Angelo, Texas, speaking? Please, please try this on for size. What if religion was a valid survival mechanism that the priests debased? And yeah, right. 5670560, pound 560 uh, on the AT&A. Try it on for size, George. I think it's an extra large. Yeah, it's a little uh, on the loose side. WQAM, hello. It's Biondi. Dick Biondi. Okay, good one. That was guilty. Dick Biondi. B-I-O-N-D-I. Can you handle that B-I? I mean, why do I have to spell all these? Because we don't know. Know who they are. You don't know who Dick Biondi is or was? No. He used to be at WKBW in Buffalo, then went to Chicago. I hear you say these names like the harness drivers, you know, the, all these No, names. no, no, not like harness drivers. That's <clears throat> that's obscure. These are well-known radio personalities. You're, well, I was going to say you're in the radio business, but, of course, <laughs> that would be a real stretch, so I apologize. Okay. You've never been in the radio business, at least not well, in Miami. Monkey business. Yeah. I mean, is QM in the radio business? No. Not even close. Not even close. But we do have our own lineup of all our local shows, at least until uh, whenever, at least during the week, right? HD Digital. We don't have any piped-in garbage, except me piped in from Toronto. But nonetheless, I'm talking about uh, out-of-town uh, in invaders, people that are syndicated in 80 million stations who have no idea even where the hell to find you people. I know where to find you, and I don't want to. Other than South Florida, who's your all-time favorite radio personality? Cousin Brucey, 21. Wolfman Jack's going to pass him like he's standing still, baby. 21. Just went on, or he's got 21. Dick Purton, 10 people like Dick. Gene Shepard, 9. Guglielmo Marconi, his show is fantastic, 9. Big in Italy, big at the Vatican. Larry Lujak, 7. Scott Muni, 7. Bob Collins, 4. William B. Williams, 4. Marita K, 4. Dan Ingram, 3. You see, this thing's starting to take a little shape now, man. 111 votes, you see that? Yeah, I see it. Uh, Casey Kasem, 3. Bill Bailey, 2. Alan Berg, we finally got the spelling corrected on that, although he probably don't care, he's still dead. Uh, 2. Dick Clark got 2. Two people like Dick. Oh, God, do I hate him now like poison. Anybody who watches uh, Bowling for Columbine. Just hate Dick Clark like out. Harry Harrison won, Bob Lewis won, Babalu, Arnie Ginsberg won, Charles Lacadero won, and uh, Brother Weez, the Brother Weez, W E I S Z. How about W E E Z E, Weez, okay? Weez, W E E Z E, Weez, not, not Weiss. Brother Weiss. <laughs> Man, like I said, smack him on the side of the head with a gigantic baseball bat. Or maybe with a giant instrument that. Roy! Left behind, that big black one. Just kind of like the one that Rush has got there on our website. <laughs> that's, the, uh, that's the geyser. No votes yet for Brother Weiss. Weiss. 
J.P. McCarthy, Martin Block, Bruce Bradley, Jack O'Henderson, also misspelled, Alan Freed, Joel Sebastian, Lee Allen, Barney Pip, or Dick Biondi. Uh, B- I spelled it for you right here on the air. B-I-O-N-D-I. Biondi. B-I-O-N-D-I. I-I-I-I-I. You got it? We got it. B-I-O-N-D-I. God! Spelling is not a great American virtue. And I got these two guys here to prove it. What? I'm not spelling these. Oh, Josh is doing these? Like I said, Josh is uh, a little being typed directly onto the website. If I copy it and then he copies it and then it goes to the... You know, that's three Then God only knows what kind of mistake we'll have in there. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Is this the radio? This is the radio station, yes, WQAM. Oh, oh, Neil, how you doing? Pretty good. Hey, I just wanted to comment. Yeah. The, I think Ralph Nader joining the presidential race is good, and I'll tell you why. Yeah. I think once uh, the Democratic uh, nominee is settled. Yeah. Is this a radio? <laughs> Sounds like you to me. <laughs> this is a radio. WQAM. Hey, listen, I'm sorry. No, um, once, once it's settled, I think um, they're just going to start talking more moderately. Either Kerry or Edwards, and more moderately. Yeah, you know they're they're just gonna tone it down, and um, <laughs> okay, well tone it down, pal. Get out of here. They're gonna tone it down, and uh, yeah. Can I ask you a question? All right. Is this the radio? <laughs> no, no, it's not. We, got left. we were just it talking isn't about radio, that. but it's all we got it's left. It's not. Hey, listen, we got our own local lineup. We got the Mad Dog at two. We got the Humper at Shula's at four. That's uh, Hebrew hang- Hammer and uh, the Hebrew Hammer to you. Four to six thirty. I heard Hank and uh, Clarence yucking it up together on Friday afternoon. I was sitting here and doing a little work, and I potted it up, and they were like doing little. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, remember Willie and the hand jive? That was. Yeah, I think that's what they were doing. Six thirty Panther preview. Seven o'clock. The Panthers at the Boston Bruins. Man, please beat those Bruins. Eddie K at ten and Joan Mark overnight. By the way, Eddie uh, Balfour is not playing tonight against Carolina. He's just got a little uh, back, back problem, and it's just uh, they lie so much, you know. Did I mention that Trevor Kid sucks? If your carpets look like garbage right now, if they even maybe smell not too sanitary, it's time to do something about it. That's right. Call my good friends at Dry Concepts. You know, Troy Stratford is turning into a real typical QM sales hole. For a little while there, he actually had a little bit of promise. You know what? And now he's just a do-nothing kind of guy. Kind of like Todd Drack. Just refuses to do anything. You better talk to somebody else about getting Josh hooked up with that internet connection because Todd will never, uh, Troy will never do it. All right. Just like he'll never get me any copy. We'll never find out about Katrina. We'll never get any answers to anything because Troy is too busy, uh, you know, chasing after a uh, tail. Anyway, Dry Concepts is the best of the business in bringing your carpets back to life looking brand new. I've been using them in my hoses, uh, houses for over oh. 20 years now, and you ought to be doing the same. What? You said hoses. Houses, I said. I, I said that we've got Canadian accent. Houses. coming out. Hoses. How about going to the house? Anyway, they use only certified trained technicians who will dry clean your carpets, just like the same idea as dry cleaning your clothing. Nobody else in the world does it, which is exactly the reason that nobody else can give you such great results. They give you a written, guaranteed price before they start the job. No scams, none of that per room baloney, no games, no rip-offs, just a fantastic, unbeatable job every time. Your carpets are dry in a couple of hours. They smell lemony fresh and look brand new. You'll be amazed you'd never dream of calling anybody else again. And when you call Dry Concepts, be sure to ask them to put you on their standby list, which can save you an extra 15% off the already low price on that next carpet cleaning. Call them today. You'll thank me for turning on to these folks. They're the best in the world. Call Dry Concepts toll-free, 
1-800-248-5071. That's 1-800-248-5071. Or if you want more info, check them on the web at driveconcepts.com. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Where did you find this QM DJ thing? This is from 100 years ago. Oh, uh, Boca Brian sent that to me. Uh, figures. But this is cute. Look at this. Ted Clark, mm -hmm. Lee Sherwood, Charlie Murdoch, Jim Dunlap. Remember Jim Dunlap? I do. He's a tiger. down here. Bill Winters, and of course, our very favorite dear friend. It's a lie. I am not a Nazi. Rick Shaw. Wow. From what year, I wonder, is this? We don't know. I'm sure it's uh, the mid-60s, mid-to-late-60s. Well, look at the songs that are on. This is the uh, QM DJs on the um, hit list. Wouldn't Trade by The Bachelors. I never heard of that. Feel Fine, The Beatles. Oh, I feel all fine. Day, all Day, All Night, the Kinks. A, What? The Kinks are on here, All Day, All Night. All Day, All Night. Yeah, so like 64, 65. As Tears Go By, Mary Unfaithful, Mr. Lonely, Bobby Vinton. Oh, The Polish Prince. Uh, roses are red. Oh, it says right there, 65. You're right. Where does it In say? In the that? upper right-hand corner. Oh, yeah. January 2, 65. Beginning of January 2, 1965. 35, 39 years ago. And Rick Shaw is still going strong. It's a lie. I am not a Nazi. How do you like that? Nice going, Rick. Hang in there, baby. By the way, magic sucks. Uh, but and Rick knows that. <laughs> Rick knows that. He knows that Hamilton guy. What's that guy, Bob Hamilton? They ought to send his ass on a bus to Hamilton. I'd go down and take care of him. George Hamilton. The fourth. A Rose and a Baby Ruth. Gene Pitney, gotta be strong. Boy, I sure like Gene Pitney. A lot. Supremes, come see about me. Love Post Number 9 by the Searchers. Jan and Dean, Sidewalk Surfing, a little off-key, of course. Happy by my good friend Steve Alamo from Rochester or Buffalo, where the hell he was from. Uh, dance, 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 the Beach Boys. I might just play that. I got it. Look at this. Dance, Dance, Dance by the Beach Boys, and down after that, Run, Run, Run by the Gestures. I never heard of the Gestures. Did you? No. The Kinks, you got me. The Kinks. 
I'll be there, Jerry and the Pacemakers, Chad and Jeremy, Willow Weep for Me, I'm Capitol Records, no less. Come, 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 uh, the Everly Brothers. Oh, we can't, can't say, say that, that anymore. anymore. Is that say gone, gone? No, that's not what it is. Gone, gone, gone. Well, this is a bad copy. Pervert. I didn't do it on purpose. Although I will again. Come, come. Uh, the wedding. And hold on. What? Girl Forgives by Bernadette Castro? Not the sofa girl. Sofa what? The sofa queen. Queen? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's going to be the new bed. Sofa queen. Right. <sighs> Speaking of queens, San Francisco to resume gay marriages. They'll keep handing him out to gay couples. The city's mayor said as he defiantly pressed out with a controversial policy that is dividing Americans. Nearly 3,300 same-sex marriages have been performed already, and they're still performing it. In fact, State Attorney General Bill Lockyer of California Saturday rebuffed Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger's demand that he force an end to San Francisco's same-sex marriages, calling the directive political rhetoric. The governor can direct the highway patrol. He can direct the next Terminator 4 movie if he chooses. But he can't direct the attorney general in the way he's attempting to do, Lockyer said, adding that Schwarzenegger's written directive was a statement designed for consumption at the Republican convention. In a fax Friday night to the home of a Lockyer aide, the governor wrote, I hereby direct you to take immediate steps to obtain a definitive judicial resolution of this controversy. The message also said that San Francisco's actions to wed gay couples present an imminent risk to civil order. Right. Lockyer called that statement preposterous and said it's the kind of exaggerated hot rhetoric that risks stirring people up to commit hate crimes. Arnold was on there yesterday, of course, uh, like I said before, a nader, and was equally ludicrous. And when they brought up that thing about Orrin Snatch's bill, make uh, 20 year residents uh, eligible to run for president. Oh, well, Tim, if you will support me, of course I would run, Tim, if you would support me. Oh, come on. Are we really that stupid in America? Yes. Are we really that dumb already? Yes. It's scary, man. It's a scary. That's why we're taking this one last gasp today, this throwback to radio, back when your radio was worth something, worth more than a dime. I bet you it ain't worth more than a cent right now. And did I tell you Wolfman Jack would pass Cousin Brucey like his hairpiece flew off? Other than South Florida people, who is your all-time favorite radio personality? Wolfman Jack, 34. He even had a song done about him by the guess who? We knew that would happen. Somebody's heard of him. Cousin Brucey, 24. Gene Shepard, 12. Guglielmo Marconi's doing well. He's got 11. He'll be on tonight at 8. You go, Goog. Dick Purton, 10. Scott Muni, 10. Little puny Scott Muni. William B. Williams, 8. Larry Lujak, 8. Okay, now let me ask you this. Uh, you heard of Cousin Brucey, obviously. Yes, from you. Yeah. Dick Purton, you know. He's been on the show. Right, we got a disc. William B. Williams, Larry Lujak, you know, we play Larry Lujak bits. Right. Those are the bits that, uh, those are the names that I know. Casey uh, Kasem. Of course, Casey. He's not. Murray the K. Have you ever heard of Murray Kaufman? Murray sure. the K. Sure. Alan from, Freed. From history, yes. Dick from Clark. The yes. Okay. Famous. These are national names. Alan Berg. In fact, you were the one that mentioned him, the one that got shot and killed in Denver. Right, but I didn't know his name. I just knew this guy in Denver that got shot. Well, Arnie Woo Ginsburg, you knew. Just from you. Babalu, J.P. McCarthy, you've heard of him. The, uh, the steel miner, the... Uh... 161 votes. See, I, I'm going to guarantee you, by the time we get to 2 o'clock today, we'll have a, won't have our usual phenomenal 800, 1,000 votes at 2 o'clock, but we'll have enough on there that you would be, uh, you would uh, be like to have by 2 o'clock when you finish the show, mister. Okay. When you do your sensational polls on eating ass, which we can't say that no, anymore, can we? Can't. Oh, yes, we can. Donkeys. Right. Kosher. Sure. No five six seven zero five sixty pound five sixty. What are we doing the next hot couples contest? We do already have an entry, and you can you. I guess they can send some entries, right? We can hang on to them. Sure. I don't know when we're going to do it. 
still, we can just hang on to the pictures until but we do. But if you want to email it. your pictures, we got a night, a very good one for our next contest. Contest at neilrogers.com. Now, are we back on the online or not? I don't know. Eric, <clears throat> what do you mean you don't know? Well, because I'm not listening on the Internet. Well, it might as well be for all the input you're giving with these great names. Come on. Come up with somebody. Come up with hey, one. I did. I came up with a guy in Denver that got shot and Marconi who's doing well. Gene Healy, W-I-L-S in Lansing. I love Gene Healy. Nobody's going to know. And how about Eric? Oh! Yeah, that was his name, Eric O. <clears throat> when I used to listen to great radio, I lived here. So you named all those names. Here's one that says from Mark. I missed the first 45 minutes of your show. Did you mention the announcement that Jiggs McDonald will be retiring after the season? Does this mean Geldy will get the gig and finally get away from Mo? Well, first of all, after the season, there ain't going to be no season next season. And after that, if there's going to be any Panthers, I think it's highly dubious. So I wouldn't get too carried away. I didn't know that Jugs Meister's retiring. Did you? Uh, who? Well, we just found out. Jugs uh, is, uh, you know, he is what he is. He's okay. I've been, I've been a little harsh on the Jigmeister since he came to town. But compared to some of the other, compared to a Dave Van Boring on those Marlin games, oh, man, Jiggs is great. Got to boot it out of this town very unceremoniously in two years. They wanted Joe Bowen back big time. We want Joe Bowen back, baby. I got news for you, Jiggs. You ain't no Joe Bowen. Believe you me when I tell you that. Let's do some hockey talk. Let's get Rimmer on here. What do you say? Okay, I'll call him. Here makes the save. Trombley skates by, the puck underneath him, Singo. He said puck, by the way. Gold stick. <laughs> That's my good friend Dick Irvin Jr. It's two now, the Islanders leading Chicago. Bossy again, and Denny Potvin in the third period. Oh, no, not to these Potvins. Spectrum, the Rangers still ahead of the Flyers. Danny, two to one. Leaves into the center ice area. Maloney, wearing it all over the line. Now, you know who that is, of course, the late and not-so-great Danny Gallivan. Highly overrated Montreal announcer. Center okay. ice area. Always sounded like he was constipated. Let's see. Uh, ACDCD, uh, Dan and Miami says, don't forget one of the all-time greats, Doug Tract, the Grease Man. Right. Well, let's just put the Grease Man. They're not going to know Doug Tract. Took me a second. Right? Right. Nino Grease Manelli. <laughs> the Grease Man. He only got fined, what, about $10 million? About 30, man. Yeah, he's, uh, had his, he's had his run-ins. He's had his run-ins with them word police in Washington. See. So they were able to rip uh, Stuttering John on Howard Sperm this morning all morning. Well, that, you know, that'll get him by one day. What are they going to do tomorrow? See what I'm saying? Rip him again. <laughs> well, maybe they're just going to take the easy way out and not talk about it. They're going to pretend maybe that maybe that's the dictum from or, uh, Mel uh, Carlson. We could take the easy way out and not talk. No, seriously, they just won't talk about it, but, but I will, because I think the audience deserves, especially our audience, a right to know the kind of chillin' that's going on, chillin'. It is chillin'. There is no such thing as free speech anymore. And so those of you who want to go out and vote for Bush again, who are real happy giving up all your freedoms and giving up all your choices and having like four or five companies hop up every uh, damn thing in life, well, go right ahead. Or vote for Ralph Nader and be an idiot again. You people that go out there and vote for Nader, man, trust me when I tell you, you have to be put in an asylum somewhere. Let's get the straitjacket concession for that crowd. That would be like people who bet on Michelle Brainerd. Oh, I'm sorry, Michelle. She's a sweetheart. I'm, a, I'm sure she is. Well, I'm talking about Pompano Park now, right? Right. Hey, let's talk, about, let's talk about the old drivers. My good friend Dick McCumber, senior man, he could drive one. And Ted Taylor and Philly Popfinger and Tommy Wilburn. Those radio guys. Alex, Alex Winger drove. Fat Rich sent to me, and I told you this, not a couple of weeks ago, the 40th anniversary program from Pompano Park, and they showed... They showed the um, leading drivers and trainers from back when they opened in 1964 at Pompino. Mm -hmm. And, boy, did that bring back some names. It was scary. It was shocking. Frank, uh, Frank Taylor, Alex Winger. Nice going there, Dick Feinberg. Did a good job. If you're looking for some excitement, this is the place to get out to. Pompano Park Racing and Poker. Fat Rich will tell you who warmed up real big in the third race. 
Cheer for your horse from the rail or enjoy fine dining in the top of the park restaurant on the sixth floor as you watch the only nighttime horse racing in the entire state of Florida. If poker is your game, then match your skills at Pompano Park's fabulous card room. You have to be over the age of 100 to get in, though. Live racing and poker takes place five days a week, including today, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Live racing begins nightly at 7.05 p.m. The poker room is open noon till midnight every live racing day, including today. Coming up this Friday, I don't think so, Troy. I think this is the copy from last week, I do believe. Yeah, see, see, Steve Wolf and Troy both screwed up. Last Friday, you missed the second round of the $125,000 Maclebell Trotting Series, and this past Saturday, you missed the second round of the $250,000 Isla Capri Pacing Series and free prize drawings that were going along with it, too. So, too bad you weren't there last weekend, but I'm sure there'll be some real good stuff going on this weekend. And I'm sure Troy Stratford that I was just talking about only moments ago, you know, Troy? I'm sure he'll get us a new copy before the end of the week because this is old and outdated and really stale. And embarrassing, Troy. It's kind of like you are, sweetheart. Embarrassing, man. Time to get back to the Dolphins. Do something that maybe you have a little bit of talent in doing because sales work, that ain't it. Easy to get to Pompano Park. It's just a half mile from both I-95 and the Turnpike. And it's, uh, like I said, featuring free admission and free general parking for you every day, too. For more information, the racing schedule, if you want to find out why Troy Stratford still has this gimme account, call Pompano Park at 972-2000 or check them out on the web at pompanopark.com. Don't forget the poker room opens at noon in just a few minutes and continues till midnight. Live racing tonight, 705 at prestigious Pompano Park. Live and local, this is 560. The radio's all yours. Q-A-N. I don't give a shit anymore. Now, a day in the life of three Baptists. Hey, fellas, let's do something. Yeah, I feel like doing something. Too. How's about we go shopping like the Kmart? That's a good yeah, idea. Let's go let's Kmart go Wait a minute. What? We can't. Oh, I know. Well, because Kmart's doing a promotion on that there Hercules movie put out by Disney. Disney. All right. Hey, 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 I, I think I got it. What? Well, let's go see the Lost World, that Jurassic Dinosaur movie. Oh, that. oh that's a great movie. Wait a minute. We can't. Why not? Because Jeff Goldblum's in that, and he used to date Laura Dern. Oh, can't go there. Well, there's always a baseball game. I like baseball. I do. Wait a minute. What? We can't. Why not? Because the only game on is the Yankee game. Yeah, so? Steinbrenner didn't do nothing. Yeah, but they're playing the Angels. Disney. Can't do that. Well, hey, let's watch some TV. NBC's got third rock from the sun. NBC's all right. We can watch that. We can watch it. Yes. Wait a minute. We can't. Why? Because Third Rock stars John Lithgow, who was in that Footloose movie with Kevin Bacon, who was in that Meryl Streep movie, The River Wild, and Meryl was in Silkwood with Cher and Kurt Russell, and Kurt was in The, the Computer Ward Tennis Shoes. Disney. We can't. Uh, hey, 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 look at here in the paper. Luke Perry signing autographs down at the record store. I like Luke Perry. Wait a minute. But we can't. No. Because Luke was in the fifth element with Bruce Willis, who was in Die Hard 2 with John Amos from Good Times, who used to live next door to Calvin Klein. Oh. Yep. Oh, well. Looks like it's deliverance again. Oh, right. 
Come on, it's still on new. Miguel won't be in this week because he's busy practicing for going Wednesday to see the uh, Passion of Christ. He's passionate, passionate about it. Jesus, huh? Passionate about it. Is he really? No. Figures. Anyway, speaking of uh, the FCC business and the excuse that Michael Powell and all these other right-wing Nazis are making now that they're uh, cracking down. Most Americans think the exposure of Janet Jackson's right breast booby during the Super Bowl halftime show was crass, but few believe it's a federal case. This according to the A&P. An Associated Press poll found 54% of those surveyed said they thought that the act in which singer Justin Tinkerbell snatched off part of Jackson's boosty and revealed her breast to millions of TV viewers was in bad taste. 54% thought it was in bad taste, which means the other 46 thought it was uh, in good taste. Don't say it. I won't. Only 18% thought it was an illegal act, which means 82% of America thought it was not an illegal act and it was no big timus, okay? The FCC is investigating whether the broadcast violated federal indecency laws. According to the poll conducted by the AP, for the AP by Ipsos Public Affairs, the FCC ought to spend its time on other things. Nearly 80% of respondents said it's a waste of money to investigate. I can see how parents would want their children to see it, said Diana Foster, a 50-year-old resident of Nicholas County, no relation to Bud Foster, in the central part of Kentucky. But an investigation is a waste of money. Sure, it wasn't very nice, but they're using our tax money for this? Holy cow! Recent polling found a solid majority, about three-fourths, who say they would support stricter rules on nudity and sexual content on regular TV channels. Regular TV channels. Not cable. I guess I should probably read that thing again every day, shouldn't I? Every day. It's scary. Almost half of young adults between the ages of 18 and 29 said the Jackson incident was neither illegal or in bad taste. They thought it tasted pretty good. They liked it. Tasty. Right. Ta-ta. Although it is pretty uh, frightening to think that a little more than half, 18 to 20 year olds, must have said the opposite. Like, oh, that was terrible. Don't do that again. Because we can see it on Neil's website anyway. Along with the uh, very nude <laughs> Alyssa Milano. Right? Right. I mean, forget about that thing. we got more, more of that going on on NeilRogers.com than you can shake your limb at. Right. we got the W ripping uh, Hillary's thing off. And we got Rush inserting gigantic, enormous... Uh, Suppositories. <laughs> oh, God only knows where he's sticking those. Rectum. It's therapeutic. Man. It's uh, and then don't forget that Last Supper thing. That's a beautiful thing too. Man, our website is so good right now, and you have Eric to thank for it. Nice going, Eric. In spite of moving and all the other important things that you have to do, he is the best. This week, Tamarack Movie Theater sued for not hiring security to control unruly retirees. The signs on the box office window of the Tamarack Cinema 5 implored customers not to bang on the glass or make crude comments to employees about ticket prices. Well, what's the deli in Sunrise where they have uh, security guards because the old Jews go there every, every Sunday? Pumpernicks? No, no, no. It, it's not a restaurant. It's a deli. Oh, what the hell's the name of that place? It was a sponsor one upon, once upon a time. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe I've forgotten the name of that joint. And if you could see, they got like 15 ankle par paramedics that work in there because the old people are pushing them uh, push carts and knocking each other down and just going crazy in there. Oy! Wow. It's a Jew jam in there on the weekend. It's, it's unbelievable. Anyway, you don't remember that place? No. The discount movie theater in Tamarack, the manager described its patrons as the worst she's ever dealt with, saying their filthy remarks leave employees in tears. And you wonder why Wolfie's went out of business? 
The offending moviegoers aren't the teenagers typically found milling outside theaters across the country. They're senior citizens from the retirement communities surrounding the theater on McNabb Road. That volatile combination of retirees and unruly behavior recently thrust the theater in the middle of a nationally televised manslaughter case. Now the movie theater's owner and property manager find themselves locked in a lawsuit over whether they should be held responsible for possibly millions of dollars for retiree Irving Rosenberg's death. Rosenberg, 74, lapsed into a coma shortly after Seymour Shust, 69, hit him, causing him to collapse and slam his head on the ground, a la Bobby Atkins. Authorities allege the 7-inch skull fracture Rosenberg suffered killed him 16 days later, November 24, 2002. The Rosenberg family's attorney maintains the theater chose profit over safety by failing to have a guard or other security in place that night, despite some elderly patrons' previous poor behavior and other assorted problems around the theater. The theater's negligence was so egregious that punitive damages are awarded, said Michael Sobel, the family's attorney. The fact, is clear, uh, the fact is that elderly patrons do not equate to crime, no violence, Sobel said. That's a totally false premise. There have been many other incidents involving elderly people in the movie line, in the theater, and in the plaza. This particular act of violence was foreseeable and could have been prevented through the most minimal efforts of the property owners. An attorney for the theater's owners and property manager called the claims against his clients a joke. Kind of a sick joke if you ask me the whole thing. Yeah. Because we have a bunch of barbaric old farts. We have senior citizens in South Florida who behave like a bunch of animals, man, like a bunch of crazy people. Oy. Just ask George. He went to the movie this weekend. Oh, man. Crazy people. Yeah. In the wrong theater, no Oh, oh, oh. Oh, in the wrong theater. This ain't the movie we want to see, Ethel. Let's go over next door. And of course, that warrants a big discussion, a.k.a. argument. Out loud. While the movie is on, by right. the way, of course. And if they do stay in the theater, then they're busy talking. Well, what did he just say? I can't understand the sound. Who's that it's guy? It's not Who's loud that enough. Guy there? Speak more clearly. I love the one. <laughs> Don't you love it when they're talking at the screen? Speak more clearly. I can't. It kind of reminds me of my mother that day in her apartment. And I don't know when the last time you've been to the movies is or yes. was. But uh, it, it, it ain't like it's soft. It ain't like the volume is uh, hard to hear. You know what I mean? As in it's deafening most of the time. Yeah. And still they can't hear it. What is it? Girl Scout, I love this. Well, let's get a few more names on the poll, okay, because I want to show you a thing or two on this poll. We'll oh, don't show me nothing. Here. Wolfman Jack, 46, he's running away now. Cousin Brucey, 25. Marconi's got 15. Scott Muni, 13. Gene Shepard, 12. Casey Kasem, 11. Dick Purton, 11. Larry Lujak, uh, Lujak 10. Dick Clark, 9. <laughs> Murray the King, 9. William B. Williams, 9. Dan Ingram, 6. Bob Collins, 6. Allen Berg, 5. Alan Freed, 5. Herb Oscar Anderson, 3, J.P. McCarthy, 2, Bill Bailey, 2, Brother Wheeze, 2, Greaseman. Greaseman was on WAPE in Jacksonville for about 100 years. Don't remember the Greaseman? I remember the stories about him. WQAM, hello. Allenberg, 5. QAM. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Pretty good. How about uh, Rick D's nuts? Rick D's. Okay, Rick D's, D-E-S. Can you handle that? D-E-E-S. Okay, got it. D-E-E-S, Rick D's. Mm-hmm. Good. Good work. WQM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Pretty good. Got a suggestion for your poll. Go right ahead. I wish it was uh, somebody in South Florida because I would nominate you, but since I'm not really up to date on a lot of other people that are out there, I'd have to say Scott Farrell. But he was just in South Florida like only a matter of months ago, sir. So. Yeah, but he's not here now. No, that, that's not the question, though. We, don't, we just don't want people that worked in South Florida. I mean, cousin Bruce, Bruce, he was in South Florida hundred years ago, but we're, I mean, he's a South Florida radio personality. So. so you're saying someone in South Florida, not at all, never worked here? Right. Mm, that's a hard one. I know. I'll think about it. 
5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T. We made an exception with Cousin Bruce because nobody knew him from South Florida. The only place these people know of us, well, they know him from ESPN, but primarily recently from QAM. And like I said on Friday, if you wondered why he got Schmidt can to QAM, and now you're starting to see all the stuff with Michael Powell, and you can't say this and you can't say that, and we're having to delete like over 100 uh, bits already. And that, that's just for starters from our uh, DCS here, so you won't hear a whole bunch of this stuff. You won't hear it tastes like a penny no more, I tell you that. No, won't be hearing that, baby. Or the old sofa king. Got it? Yeah. Or that? Or this? Or them? Or these? Or those? Because Michael Powell, he don't like it. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. One, two, protect us from ourselves. You gotta watch what you say. You better or else. You're busted. You're busted. The words police are monitoring. Conversation going. There you go. <laughs> okay. So everybody else out there, buy extra Girl Scout cookies. I'm going to. If you don't like them, give them away or throw them in the old uh, dumpster. But go out and buy extra. Give them to me. Instead of being annoyed when you go to Publix and those pain in the ass people are... See, what bothers me is they get you coming and going, if I can say that. You go into Not the anymore. supermarket, and it's like, well, we have Alzheimer's. We can't remember. There's so many people going in and out. We, we're, we're sorry, but we you know, harassed you going in, and we're going to harass you again coming out. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? I don't, I don't like that. But but in this case, if I were there, I'd buy a whole bunch load. I would just give them out to some like, homeless people in Sunrise. Or some cheap uh, old uh, yids. In five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Other than South Florida, who is your all-time favorite, we're not doing, making any inroad. I think you and I and uh, Josh and now, just the three of us, I'm not going to let any of We'll have to figure out the uh, lexicon. Right. And maybe Boca Brian and maybe Eric. Well, we can uh, change it every five minutes, just like the brothers do, keep it fresh and interesting. The bit sofa king will be sofa queen. Mm. Right. I don't think they would even notice. Let's see, Gene Shepard. Now, we already got Gene Shepard out there. I just got through reading Gene Shepard's got 14 votes. Oh. I just got through reading that. What about Gene Shepard? Who? Dick Clark's got 10, William B. Williams, 10, Marie the K9, Dan Ingram, 7, Kimasabi. The Grease Man, 7. Bob Collins is a, a 7. Alan Berg, 5. Alan's still dead. In Denver. Uh, 
Herb Oscar Anderson, hello again. He's awful. Three. Dick Biondi, three. GP, and after that, small potatoes. Only two for Bill Bailey? That's shocking to me. I guess we don't have too many people from Louisville. Huh? Probably not. Louisville. Don't ever go to uh, Raceway Park in Toledo, by the way. Not likely. WQM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Oh, uh, yeah, I've got another name for the list. Go ahead. Um, Tom Donahue from San Francisco, from KSAN. Okay. And KMPX is pretty much the, the godfather of, of old uh, underground FM radio. All right, thanks a lot. Tom Donahue, you got it? Do I need to we spell it. it for you? Donahue? <laughs> Whatever. How about Tom Clay? Tom Clay from Detroit. And Paul Winter. Okay. You know how to spell winter? As in summer, fall, spring? This is a summer, fall, winter, spring? M. Paul Winter and Tom Clay. Two more great Detroit. Matt, i Detroit. You Pretty much the, the godfather of, of old underground FM radio. All right. Thanks a lot. Tom Donahue, you got it? Do I need to we spell it. it for you? Donahue? <laughs> Whatever. How about Tom Clay? Tom Clay from Detroit. And Paul Winter. Okay. You know how to spell winter? As in summer, w fall, spring? Y this is a summer, fall, winter, spring? M. Paul Winter and Tom Clay, two more great Detroit. Matt, Detroit used to be the um, used to be the epicenter of radio yeah. back in the Motown days. And then what happened? Uh, the riots of 67. See, I do agree with Michael Moore on many, many things, but I don't want to go there. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, and how come he made us so scared of dark people? You know, those, those little punks, you know, your little Cuban friends, I would take a, a very serious baseball bat to all of them. Would, yeah. No problem at all. I'd like to yeah. turn their heads into, like, uh, grapefruit. Just well, squash them. Make room for me. Okay. WQM, hello. Could you? M-O-T-H. Oh, I'm sorry. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five. We'll have, like, a thousand names on this list by the end of the day, Josh. We, we, you know, let you do a little something. You don't have to answer the phone. Uh, is there any free food there today? No, Josh brought uh, McDonald's for us this morning. Really? Yes. Well, I'll be damned. Wasn't that nice? Mighty white of it. Probably trying to kill you. 12 minutes past noon at 560. Hey, listen, forget about McDonald's unless you're going to leave the bun off. Now, when you go to McDonald's since, uh, and Burger King... I don't go to Burger King. I'm going to do the light spot here. What? I don't go no, to Burger King. I don't mean King. you go oh, there, but I mean oh. just generally speaking. I'm On wondering one. if they have, like, uh, do they call it Atkins or low-carb or... Because they offer, like Wendy's has been doing that for a long time, but you have to ask for it. You don't see it on right. the menu. The um, burgers Atkins style with no bun, and they like wrap it up and would like the lettuce around it, and they put it in a tinfoil thing, and that's it. And then, of course, Subway's got those little, uh, the rats. I know we don't go to Subway either, but it would just be nice if more people would do that. Wouldn't it? Or, or not. Get fat and die. Who cares? I already am there. All right. Anyway, if you'd like to not be so fat and you're on one of those low-carb, sugar-free diets... Here's a store that you're going to fall in love with because they're going to give you the variety to stick with it. Delights of West Boca, the number one low-carb store in America. More and more South Floridians are flocking there every day because they realize that what's going to keep them on that diet of theirs, the low-carb deal, is something with some taste because all of the low-carb diets, generally speaking, Kissam coming to you live from Hollywood with another edition of America's Bottom 40. Brought to you by the Oxy 5 Company's newest acne medication, Oxymoron 5, for pimple-free teenagers. <laughs> and so it goes. <laughs> <laughs> to be a little quicker on the tape, boys. That's a good joke. We've got the worst songs in America, and we're counting them down. Record stories are showing them. For some 
unknown reason you're buying them, and I'm using them as coasters. <laughs> First, let's review the top three songs on the charts. At number three, Guns N' Roses is singing Sweet Child of Mine. Well, if I had a child around the house today, I'd have these four words for lead guitarist Slash and his cohorts. Stay the hell away. <laughs> At number two, Huey Lewis says, There ain't no living in a perfect world. And especially not for you, Huey, since you don't speak proper English. <laughs> and at number one, George Michael sings, He's got a monkey on his back. Well, I would imagine it's getting a little crowded back there. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, you probably don't mind. <laughs> and by the way, George, there are these remarkable shaving instruments called razors. Buy one and lose that. And at number one, George Michael sings, He's got a monkey on his back. Well, I would imagine it's getting a little crowded back there. <laughs> but then again, you probably don't mind. And by the way, George, there are these remarkable shaving instruments called razors. Buy one and lose that silly ass earring. <laughs> Low carb gas. <laughs> oh, I thought that's what you got from the low carb diet. A lot of gas. Oh, I got some bad news. Uh oh. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Patrick McSorley, you know, kin to a hockey player, Marty McSorley, who Ooh. whacked Donald Brashear on the side of the head. Patrick McSorley, one of the most outspoken victims in the clergy sex abuse scandal, was found dead early Monday in Boston, his lawyer said. McSorley, 29, a victim of defrocked priest John Gagan, had been one of the most vocal critics of the Boston Archdiocese since the sex abuse scandal first broke two years ago. He often appeared at news conferences called by his attorney Mitchell Garabedian and criticized the Archdiocese for shuffling abusive priests, including Gagan, between parishes, rather than removing them from positions where they would have contact with children. Garabedian said he received a call from Boston police early this morning informing him that McSorley had died. Garabedian wouldn't comment on the cause of death, saying not all members of his family had yet been notified. Patrick McSorley was a loving son, a caring father, a hero to victims of clergy sex abuse, Garabedian said. McSorley had a troubled life. He was arrested on drug charges in July, less than a month after he nearly drowned after falling into the Neponset River. Boston police wouldn't immediately confirm McSorley's death, but a spokesman said they responded to a call of a body found in an apartment in Boston's North End early Monday morning. So there you go. Nice going, Father Gagan. The only problem is he already paid for it, Father Gagan. He's still dead. That's the good news. Oh! And the public sits back, and they're all going to run out there to see the Passion of Christ, which will be a nice job of deflecting. Talk about the uh, dog wagging the tail again, or however that goes. Take the attention, the spotlight off all, all this crap that's flaring up again. Oh, no, we don't care about that. We want to go see all about Jesus. All the good Catholics go there and rub your rosary beads and take all your schmatas and your miters and your wafers and your wine. Have a good time. <laughs> right. All these ridiculous fairy tales that the world is just obsessed with. Here we got a country that's been taken over by a bunch of born-again lunatics, right-wing fanatics who want to take away every kind of freedom, who want to impose on you all of their uh, narrow, myopic view of life, who want to take us back into the dark ages and are doing a very damn good job of it already, by the way. And anybody in, in their right mind wants to give them four more years? No. Like I said, the operative part of that sentence being in their right mind? No. Shame on you, Ralph Nader, you scumbag, you idiot. Even his friends at the nation uh, had an article in there imploring him, don't 27 and Wolfman Jack, like I told you, 66, as in 660 WNBC.
Remember WNBC? I've heard of it. Yeah. Oh, boy. How the, you just, just in the course of my lifetime, I don't want to sound like an old fuddy-duddy even though I am, but nevertheless, watching what's happened to this business, watching what's happened to your radio, man, that instrument that used to be so enjoyable, so much fun, so much a companion, so much a part of everybody's life. And if these Nazis now have their way, whatever shows you enjoy, forget about over the air on television, forget, on the cable, that's where they want to get at next. That's what they want to get their claws into next. I got a muscle, have a little. Hello, this is Michael Powell, son of Colin Powell, who helped to send me to this lofty position through certain political favors. I'd like to take this moment to talk about the filth that we hear on the radio airwaves, and someday I might even turn the radio on to hear it myself. So I announce from this moment on, all radio broadcasters other than Clear Channel Corporation, not adhering to the dictums handed down by the holy ones of the Saudi Bush royalty, lords and givers of life, Father and Son, Amen, will be stripped naked and medically sewn together by Dr. Laura Mengele to a Jewish child. I urge you to stop this dissenter filth. This message paid for by unaware Republicans and the Nazi bowel movement. Oh, speaking of uh, filth, Alyssa Milano is stark naked on our website today. She's our featured nude uh, celebrity. She looks about nine years old. Nine years old. Or she looks about nine, like I said. But she's got big boobies for a nine-year-old, I will say that. Oh, and here's something that probably most people don't care about. I just mentioned this in passing. Now the... WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I'm a little pissed off at this neater guy, man. Yeah. Why is he sticking his nose again in there and just messing it up for all of the Democrats? Because he's got a big, fat ego is what he's got. That's he, the problem. You know, I feel like putting my hand through the tube and just grabbing him by the head and... Yeah, okay, good. Go ahead. WQAM, hello. QAM. On line one, which always responds, doesn't it? No. Like I said, the hell with him. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I got five for your list. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs>